you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Falkowski. After week two, here we are. Folks, 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 here we are. Week two is over. It was a pretty good week, I have to say. A lot of cool things happened. A lot to talk about. Ideas are being formulated right now uh, about teams, about uh, players, just about coaches. There's so many things that go into the first. I would say when we talk about periods in the season, obviously in terms of predicting, in terms of analyzing, the first three weeks are, I think, the most crucial. It's when you really have to – it's when you really, I would say, are analyzing teams. I think anyone who tells you – Broadly speaking, I think that there are circumstances when you can truly know the identity of a team based on the first week or two. However, when someone tells you that they definitively know what every team looks like after one or two weeks, you can know that person's a liar. It's not true. Teams in the first two weeks, the majority of them are going to be one and one which means they've won a game and lost a game. So the idea that you can truly know what a team is after two weeks, and I'm talking about the majority of them, I would say is false. Uh, so let's jump right into it after that little, uh, little prelude to <laughs> to the episode itself. Okay, well to get to let's get to it. The Eagles defeated the Vikings 34 to 20 on Thursday Night Football. Um, I'm just not sure what more you want out of Kirk Cousins at this point. It's, it's really confusing to me um, as to what the standard is or what the necess- what the necessary level of play from him needs to be for this Vikings team to win a football game. It's crazy that a guy like him can be having the start to the season that he is and for the Vikings still to be 0-2. This is, this is ridiculous. Um, part of it's because... The Vikings have prioritized uh, certain aspects of their offense over others, or certain aspects of their team. They have a very poor offensive line. They have a very bad running game. I don't know. I I think Alexander Madison is a very talented running back. I think he actually is. We've seen that from him in the past. We know he is capable of good football, or at least – mediocre football. I mean, that's, I would say, a fact, right? We know he's capable of it. Um, 
as to why he isn't performing well, I, I put most of that on the offensive line. That's been a problem in the pass protection. It's also been a big problem in regards to the run game as well. Um, the Eagles continue to be unreal. DeAndre Swift had a massive game. Uh, Jalen Hurts is playing some very solid football. He's not MVP, MVP caliber football necessarily yet. Uh, hopefully from one of my fantasy teams, he can at least get closer. That would be great. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, the Eagles and Vikings, I think defenses are both actually very good. Obviously playing against the certain competition that they are, it's going to appear to be worse. Um, yeah, the Vikings now have a must win in week three. Um, you really cannot fall to 0-3 and make the playoffs. Surely 0-2 is a, is a rough start. Uh, the Eagles are cruising through two weeks. They're 2-0. Have they played their best football? No, but they look solid and they've gotten two good wins. So I think you gotta you got to like at least what you've seen so far from them. Okay, let's move on to Sunday, where the Falcons defeated the Packers 25-24. to um, I, obviously, going into this game, I said that the Falcons were going to win. Uh, lo and behold, that they do win this football game. Um, you know, Desmond Ritter, it, it's kind of hard to really pick out what he is right now because I, I don't I don't really love what I'm seeing from him. It's not like he is a unbelievable talent. I don't think that he is going to change the game of football. He seems to be okay, but I feel like he's had, like, Five starts in the NFL, so I'm going to pump the brakes. The Falcons are 2-0. Uh, I believe they've won every single game he started in the NFL, too. So they seem to win when he plays, which is, I guess, well, not I guess, it is the ideal, right? I mean, that is, at the end of the day, trying to win football games. If he's starting and winning games, he, really nothing bad can happen. Um, B. John Robinson looks good. I think the offense for the Falcons is solid. I think their defense is playing better as, as weeks go on. It's not unbelievable, but it's good enough. Uh, I thought Jordan Love looked good. I didn't think he looked great. Uh, certainly his wide receiver options are not the best. I, we have to be fair. We have to be uh, fair across the board. He is, his wide receivers are just not very good. Christian Watson didn't even play. Uh, Romeo Dubs, I guess this is number one, which is, uh, you know, I don't think that Romeo Dubs is a solid talent, but is he a number one on an NFL team? Probably not. So Jordan Love is doing a decent amount with what he has, I would say, thus far into the season. Really good call on by Arthur Smith on that fourth and inches. Uh, you know, I think that Arthur Smith is a solid head coach. He's definitely needing to prove himself a little bit more this year, but He's, he's coaching a solid football team, a team that's 2-0. and You know, they're doing enough right now. I wouldn't say the Falcons are a very good team, but they're somewhere in the middle of the NFL right now. Uh, and they're 2-0. and The Packers fall to 1-1. and So, you know, I mean, both teams are still in it. Uh, the Ravens defeated the Bengals 27-24. to uh, you know, Lamar continues to be a very, very talented player. I mean, there's just no questions about it. He does a lot on the football field that really no one else can do. Uh, he's won, I think, 75% of his starts in the NFL, which regular season starts, which is, again, 
very good. He's, I think, 7-1 and one against Joe Burrow, or maybe like 4. I don't even know what he is at this point. He's won a lot of games against Joe Burrow, the point is. Uh, and obviously, the Bengals are a good football team. The Ravens moved to 2-0. and oh, Kind of a surprise to me. Uh, you know, I did not think that they would win this game against the Bengals, but but they came away with it, and they played a solid football game. I'm kind of unsure of what to think of them. Hopefully for them, they can get Cam Akers and improve that running game. But you know, I'll tell you what, this team is not half bad, and, and they're, they're, they're a really solid football team. They play smart football. Zay Flowers has looked really good through two weeks. Hopefully Lamar can keep giving them the ball. Uh, the Bengals' offense, after a slow start, at least appears to be improving somewhat. I think the biggest concern for them obviously has to be, you know, is Joe Burrow going to be healthy for Week 3? And and can they start winning football games? Because it's it's better, but it's still not to the level it needs to be. This Bengals team has Super Bowl aspirations. There's no question about that. Uh, and Week 3, as I said with the Vikings, is now a must-win. Uh, You can't go 0-3 in the NFL and expect to make the playoffs because that means, you know, you are now three games away from going to 500. Uh, 0-2 is tough. I mean, 0-2, you, you got to win two games to get back to 500. But at least if you win that, that that third game, okay, then you're one game out of, you know, one game behind 500. You lose three, now you got to, you know, now you really have to put together some wins just to get back to 500. So, you know, it's almost a must for the Bengals to win this week three. Um, yeah, they, they really need to start figuring stuff out. But, hey, really solid one for the Ravens on the road. I think any day of the week, Lamar will take that. All right, the Titans defeated the Chargers 27-24. This one in overtime. Um, you know, as we all know, I picked the, the Chargers to win this football game. And, and you know, I, I think consistently the Chargers have proved to me that they are not – a very well-coached football team. I think Brandon Saley has – I think Brandon Saley has, um, you know, run his, run his time in the NFL. It's just – I think he's done. I think there's no way I can defend Brandon Saley um, anymore. Uh, the team just does not play well. They're not well coached. This is a game that you, you look on paper that they should go in and win. And then you're watching the game and you're like, oh my God, you know, the, the, the chargers are up. They have an opportunity to go down the field, score and win the game. They have another opportunity in overtime to score and win the game. They convert on neither. Their defense is giving up points. Um, and arguably one of the most talented defenses on paper, um, looks really, really bad. So I think it's time for Brandon Staley to go. Herbert once again playing well in, in in a football game, right? And they still lose. And it feels like the Chargers just continue to get in their own way. And by the way, can't even even do it. Just, they can't, they're so bad. They're just, they're so um, Tannehill offensive line looks really, really bad for him. And somehow on PFI, they might be, you know, it might be ranked higher. I don't even know. They look really, really bad. Um, great coach game by Vrabel, but this team still has so many concerns. Uh, I am not 
anywhere even close to meeting on the Titans. Uh, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen played really well. If they can stay healthy, this team can be dangerous. That's a big if. Um, and the Chargers need to figure it out. They are 0-2 headed to Minneapolis. They are 0-2 headed to Minneapolis in week three. And that is, I mean, one of those teams is going to be 0-3 and in a big, big hole and in, in, in big trouble. The Bucks defeated the Bears 27-17. Uh, you know, Baker with a really strong game. Another one. 300 yards, no interceptions, uh, managing the offense really, really well. The Bears, poorly coached, um, defense looks bad, Justin Fields looks bad. This is the team looks bad. Uh, running back-to-back plays, I know we all saw that Dan Orlovsky video where he was just going through. You know, They ran the same screen two plays in a row. The second one, obviously, a pick six. Uh, Justin Fields puts the blame on his OC. The blame definitely goes on both of them. Um you know, there's no way in the world you should throw that ball if you're Justin Fields, and there's no way that play should be called two times in a row. Um, the Bucks are a solid fundamental team. They play good offense. They play, you know, good defense. They play good special teams. They're doing everything right right now, and that's why they're 2-0. They got a big matchup in Week 3, but, you know, with Mike Evans having the sort of game that he had, and obviously they have Chris Godwin, and then I think Rashad White is is certainly a talented running back. You got to look at this team and have some and have some confidence that this team may be able to make a run. And, and that you know what happened last year may not be a may not be the rule, but the fluke. Um, and you know Justin Fields, I mean he just looks really bad. And and I don't know. I mean I I think that Justin Fields has talented parts to his game. However, I don't know if that's translating to the NFL and whether that's due to coaches or whether that's due to him. I'm just, I, I'm really not sure. The Bills defeated the Raiders 38-10. to 10. Um, This is the Raiders and the Bills, by the way, that we know and love. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just a really solid game by the Bills. Obviously, you know, picking on, picking on certain parts of, of of this Raiders defense, which isn't very good. Uh, the Bills came out. They went out. They played a complete game. Josh Allen, I thought, looked better. Certainly making some bad decisions, but not nearly as many. Um, but the real question is, you know, the Raiders, I don't know if they're real competition. I mean, can we actually have the Bills play against a real team and, and see the result? I mean, that's really, I think, what we're all expecting. Um, this was not really an impressive win for me. I know people say, but they won by 28. I don't, I don't care. I think everyone knew going in that the Bills definitely could blow this Raiders team out. Um, Jimmy G. I mean, it's like every week it's the same thing, and this team is just extremely mediocre. They have some really talented players. They have some really bad players. Um, I just don't think that Jimmy G. and Devonte Adams can carry this team to you know 10 wins or whatever this year. I just don't see it happening. Um, and Stephon Diggs looks really good. I mean, the Bills just played a really solid game. There's really nothing more to say about it. The Seahawks defeated the Lions 37-31. to uh, I think they're 6-0 now, the Seahawks, in the last six meetings or whatever. I don't even know. But the Seahawks have the Lions number. This game, indicative that indicative of that again. This game went to overtime as well. Sorry, I should have wrote that down. Uh, Geno Smith is a great bounce back game. It was really actually comforting to see the Seahawks play such a good game. 
um, because I was really concerned about them after week one. It turns out the Rams are just a good football team and that the Seahawks are too. They just got beat. Um, you know, Tyler Lockett, obviously still a premier wide receiver in the NFL. Jared Goff throws an interception. I mean, they're just things that the the, the Lions need to work on. It's, it's about time of possession. It's about um, ball security. It's just simple things like that, I think, are what gonna, what what are keeping the Lions from being a really successful team this year. Um, Goff played solid. It wasn't a bad game. I think they were outcoached a little bit um, and outplayed just a little bit. But it was a really solid game for the Lions. This game really could have gone either way, I thought. Um, just one that the Lions were not able to come away with. Um, you know, I, I understand that there was holding on the final play, but I think the Seahawks probably still win this game. Maybe not. Maybe so. We'll see. Um, or I guess we won't see. But, you know, Seahawks come away with the win. All right, Chiefs defeated the Jaguars 17-9. I mean, just a really ugly football game. Both offenses looked bad. I didn't really – I mean, I thought de the defenses played well, but I didn't think it was – necessarily all the defense, you know, making all these great plays. Chris Jones being back obviously made a, a big difference. Um, you know, I mean, 17 points for the Chiefs offense, I think, is a little meek. I, I would expect more from them. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has played okay so far in the first two weeks. It hasn't been, you know, unbelievable. It hasn't been what we would maybe expect of Patrick Mahomes. It's, it's solid. Um, they're one and one. It's good enough. But you know, I think that the lack of receiving threats on this team is definitely hampering his abilities. But I think that Kadarius Tony getting back in certainly seems like it's something positive for the team. The Jaguars and they're 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 struggling right now. I, I think that their run game looks a little bad, and they're really not using Trevor Lawrence has missed some throws. Um, again, he's young. He's he's working in the into the position, but you know, an important win for the Chiefs on the road. The Colts defeat the Texans 31 to 20. Um, you know, Anthony Richardson goes down, but you know, we knew Gardner Minshew could come in and, and play good football. I don't I don't think that anyone was really surprised by that. I mean, maybe some people were. I certainly wasn't. Um Gardner Minshew looked fine though. He looked good actually. Really solid game from him. Anthony Richardson with a concussion probably does not play in week three. I think it's fine. I mean, the Colts are definitely in a building phase. I don't think that Anthony Richardson is necessarily any more injury prone because of that. It's more it's a concussion. They happen in the NFL. That's just the nature of the game. Um, you know, I think Stroud played well, but you know, he's getting the yards and everything. But I just I don't know right now about C.J. Stroud. It's it's kind of a mystery. Um, as to who he is, what he is, there's really no expectations down in, in Houston, so um, kind of irrelevant. Um, yeah, Colts look smooth on both sides of the ball. They play a really, a really good game. I think really end to end for them, which is really nice to see. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, neither of these teams are really going anywhere, but solid win for the Colts. Okay. Uh. We are in the afternoon window. Okay, the Niners defeated the Rams 30-23. to um, A kind of close game. Safford then kind of made a couple mistakes, which then, you know, made the game a little bit less close, which, you know, again, obviously, obviously, you know, typical of him to do that. He's going to sling the ball. To be fair, he's doing a nice job with what he has. I think that the, the Rams certainly look a lot better than I thought they would this season. They're playing with more 
gusto. They're playing with more fight, which is great to see um, if you're a Rams fan. Um, but the Niners are just a little bit better. Defensively, they're a little bit better. They're turning the ball over. The Niners offense plays well. Just really good complimentary football. CMC looks good. Brock Purdy's distributing the ball well. Debo, Ayuk, they're just they're getting good touches on the ball. It's just it's really smooth right now. Um, again, as I said, the Rams are good until Stafford's second interception, which was just uh, that was a bad decision. The first one I can admit, you know, wasn't on him, but the second one, that one most certainly was. Um, I'm so concerned about the Niners secondary. They were allowing way too much to Puka Nakua and Van Jefferson, which it's kind of crazy. I mean, I just do not think that those guys are, I mean, they're, they're good, but they're not like unreal. You know, I mean, I think the Rams are, you know, in contention for a playoff spot this year. We'll see, you know, how, how the rest of the season plays out for them, but I'm definitely positive on the Rams. I think they've impressed me the most throughout the first two weeks. I think that they feel like the team that I was, you know, kind of downing a little bit, and they've really come out and played really solid. Uh, you know, a little closer than might have expected. I felt like the first three quarters were super close, but overall, saw a win for the Niners away, even though maybe one wasn't like away away just because they're playing in LA um, with a lot of fans. Okay, Giants defeated the Cardinals 31 to 28. Your greatest comeback of the week. Um. You know, we needed the Giants to, to do something. Uh, they were my eliminator pick. And, and it just, I think the fact really was the Giants looked really bad for six quarters in a row and then came out in the seventh quarter and started playing good football. And, and you know, this was a 100% necessary win for the, for the Giants. If they lose this game, they miss the playoffs. I think just everything falls apart. Um, Great second half by the Giants. Unreal play by Saquon Barkley. But the biggest you know, thing now is Saquon's now injured. How, do the, how does the team adjust? How do they play around that? Um, certainly week week three, they have a really tough matchup against the Niners in L.A., I believe. So, you know, <clears throat> certainly have their work cut out for them. Um, the Cardinals just blew it. Didn't look bad. I mean, credit to Gannon. He's getting his boys to play, but... Just really not a good game from them. And Joshua Dobbs is doing enough, but just Cardinals being Cardinals. Okay, the Cowboys defeated the Jets 30 at 10. I mean, really not that much to say. Kind of expected. Um, you know, Zach Wilson didn't play great. He played, you know, mediocre, maybe at best. Um, Dak Prescott looked fine. Defense has played well. Uh, altogether, pretty, you know, Average game, pretty a predictable game. Uh, Cowboys defense kind of dominates a little bit, gets pressure. Micah looks great, blah, 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 blah. You get the picture. There's really, I mean, there's really not that much to go over. That pretty much was the game. It wasn't anything spectacular. Kept it close-ish. And then Cowboys kind of ran away with it. Commanders defeated the Broncos 35-33. to uh, Russell Wilson completing a Hail Mary and then And then not converting the two-point conversion on a, by the way, on a clear and obvious PI is just so funny to me. Um, the Broncos are just such a weird team. They, they just are such a weird team. Because on one hand, you're like, this defense should be great. Then they give up 35 to Sam Howell. I don't really, I don't really follow that like whatsoever. Um, I don't even know how that happens, but you know, I guess Good, good, good for the Commanders. Um, yeah, the Commanders' offense is playing better. Brian Robinson looks great so far. 
Um, Sam Howell looks solid. The Broncos are figuring things out, but it's like you got to start winning football games at some point um, because I just they don't impress me that much. They don't run the ball particularly well. Russell Wilson did some deep passes, but I mean, I don't know. I just I really don't like the Broncos. I don't really like what I'm seeing from them. Somehow the Commanders are two and zero. The world is, you know, still spinning though. I guess so. Whatever, whatever. Okay, the Dolphins defeat the Patriots twenty four to seventeen on Sunday Night Football. Oh, uh, you know, again, another moral victory for the Patriots. But you know, there are no moral victories in the NFL. I think that's the sentiment being echoed by uh, many Patriots fans and. Um, yeah, many Patriots fans and many Patriots players. Um, you know, you just, you have to come up with wins sometimes and you know, I, 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 I think the refs definitely played a role. I would have loved to see, um, you know, the refs play less of a role. I thought Mac played a really good football game. He made one mistake, and it was a bad mistake. I mean, you should not be throwing that ball 50-50 perimeter to Xavier Howard. I think he knows that. I think everyone knows that. Um, at least I hope he knows that because he's the most important thing to know that. Um, yeah, Dolphins' run game looked really good. I thought Tua played well. Um, I thought the Pages came out with a good scheme. Um, it just, again... Can, can we all admit, can we all admit that Tua's arm is just not very good? Like, I mean, that ball to Tyreek was just embarrassing. Um, and, and that sort of thing, that sort of thing just cannot happen. It, it just, it can't. Um, it just can't. And... You know, whatever you want to say, it's like he's just he should not be the MVP front runner. It just it can't happen anymore. Um, but a solid win for the Dolphins. Patriots fall to 0 2, making win three or week three, excuse me, versus the Jets. Uh an absolute must win. You know, it, it, it's absolutely um one hundred and ten percent something that needs to happen. Okay. Final two games, Monday Night Doubleheader. Both games are horrible. Uh, the Saints defeated the Panthers 20-17. I just I don't even care. This this was such a bad game. Both teams played so poorly. Um, Panthers played a little bit more poorly, but the Saints were pretty bad. I mean, Derek Carr just really not finding it right now. Um, Saints squeak one out, but it's just – it's like it's bad at this point. Um, Bryce Young – not really impressive, not terrible, just not doing anything really cool, not doing anything really good. You know, I mean, that's that's a reflection, I think, on the coaching staff and on the talent around them. Um, you know, I think he should definitely keep throwing the ball to Adam Thielen. That seems like at least somewhat of a good strategy to me. But, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's a they're a weird team. The Saints and the Panthers both are. Um, the Saints aren't aren't a convincing team. Luckily for them, they have the easiest schedule in the NFL. So there you go. Okay, the Steelers defeated the Browns 26-22 in the wildest game we've ever seen. First off, you know, obviously hope Nick Chubb gets better soon. Uh, one of the 
just one of the best running backs in the league goes down with one of the worst injuries. Um, it's terrible. It's 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 really it really is awful. Um, he's done for the year. JJ Watt. I don't want to say um, single handedly won this game, but he pretty much single handedly won this game for the for the Steelers. Just doing everything he does, he really is one of the best players in the NFL. Um, Matt Canada should be fired. One of the worst offensive coordinators I've ever seen. He looks really bad. Kenny Pickett through two weeks just does not look good. Definitely some concerns regarding him. Uh, the NFC North through two weeks is just a, a complete. It's just NFC North football. AFC North football is just crazy. It just is. Um, yeah, Deshaun does not look great. My concerns with the Browns are, I think, are very valid. Uh, want to see what I get from them in week three before I make any serious determinations. But I think that's the way I feel about the Steelers and the Browns. Like, who are they? We've seen them play one good. Well, we've seen the Browns play one good game, one bad game. We've seen the Steelers play one bad game and one, you know, okay-ish game. You know, good defense, bad offense. So I need to see more from these teams. Hopefully, we three will provide you know some more context at least to at least to what that's going to look like. Um, that is your review episode. I hope you all enjoyed. What a week three it was. I had fun. I hope you enjoyed it as well. Thank you all for listening to another episode of The Master Plan. Uh, and be on the lookout for the week three preview that is coming out in a day or so. All right. Have a great day. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it? Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State. Open shot. Fate of the universe on the line. Or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguodala.